Hi, welcome to Connecting the Dots, the podcast where we share our stories from the battlefield of consulting. I'm your host, Johnny Hill. Hi there, I'm Katie Hart. Hi, I'm Mike Downey. I'm Phil Gambling. Hey, I'm Kareem Jamal. Today, we're talking all about mentorship. Let's get started. So before we get into it, let's take a quick second to just define what we mean by mentorship. So when we talk about mentorship in general, what we mean is a relationship between two or sometimes more people where there's someone in a position of experience and expertise and they have things to share with someone who might be newer or have something specific that they need help with or want to learn. So it's that dynamic where there's someone who's kind of leading that relationship and there's someone who's following uh, and there's knowledge and experience being shared between the two of them. So with that, let's talk a little bit about why mentorship is so important. I think every organization has folks who are more experienced. And if it's a growing organization, they'll have folks who are coming in with uh, less experience. And so if you can set up some mentoring relationships, then it's a good mechanism to allow those folks with uh, practical experience in the industry or in the organization to pass on some of what they know and to help those who are, are just starting out to to grow effectively and being productive or contributing to that organization. Yeah, definitely. I feel like some of the best organizations I've seen like have some sort of formal mentorship arrangement. You know, when I when I interned out of college, I remember being officially paired up with someone to be my mentor and like and having that kind of that designation of like this is the person to go to to help figure out the ropes. Uh, especially when you're you're so green and you know don't know who to ask having someone that's like safe it's almost like a mentorship is a safe place to to be ignorant <laughs> and make mistakes because that person will help steer you uh and kind of be your guardrails i think that's a good point about making an official organizational relationship or identification as well because a lot of mentorship happens somewhat naturally Uh, If you're working on a project together and just some of that shared knowledge or shared experience, but um, there are other times when there may not be that clear path to if I have a question or I I, Mm -hmm. I learn certain about something of of who to go to. So I think, like you said, making it an official assignment, for lack of better words, is sometimes very helpful. It's great to have that lifeline, right? So if you feel lost or you don't know what you're doing or uh, you just need some help prioritizing, having someone dedicated to help you through that is always good, even if it's just a sounding board, uh, you know? And so having that official line is great, uh, but I agree, some, sometimes it's just organic and uh, those are helpful as well. In fact, some of my best mentors aren't even in the field I'm in, right? So always keep your sort of view, your aperture open because you might learn lots of interesting lessons from people in completely different industries doing something else in different parts of their life but uh, somehow those lessons can still translate and help uh, you see the way forward. I feel like sometimes it wasn't until hindsight that I knew, oh, that person was a mentor. Like we didn't have that official relationship, but it was like, oh, I really did rely on that. I'm grateful. Like I worked with them or whatever capacity. So like from a mentor perspective, you know, you're being open to sharing those experiences and, and, you know, and guiding and guiding the different, you know, your, your mentees. But from a mentee standpoint, you know, going back to those unexpected relationships, sometimes when you maybe don't have that official designation, you do end up looking for those other people in the in the organization, as Kareem said, a little bit maybe maybe laterally or in a different department, just to get you know fill in 
to help guide you on a specific task or in a um, more of like a, a soft skill, like leadership, or in this case, we're, you know, consulting. What I also like about the official part is that oftentimes you may, may not realize you need a mentor or, you know, you feel like, oh, I know, I know this, I'm at the top of my game, but it's always good to have someone looking at you and judging you, not in a bad sense, but in a good way, like, hey, how's this person doing? Uh, we're always sort of uh, optimistic about ourselves and pessimistic about others, right? So having others view us through their lenses can always shine a light on stuff that we have been, uh, you know, blindfolded. I think it's back to something Phil said. He mentioned that it's good to have a safe place to uh, to learn and to kind of be ignorant. But I think that that general concept is that in that mentor-mentee relationship, there has to be some some honesty, you know, being able to talk about the good and the, the challenging or the bad at times, so that if there are uh, folks who have, as you said, uh, kind of a, a different view on what you're doing, that they can provide feedback that's that's honest and hopefully helpful. Yeah, I mean, like a good mentor will give you that critical feedback. It's not all just, oh, you're all praise, you're doing a great job. It's like, mm-hmm. no, this is the person who can be honest with you, but does it in a way that isn't demeaning and condescending, just like, no, Phil, yeah, you kind of screwed that up. Like, this is how we should have done it better next time is better than just like, you know, just being like chastised. And so I feel like good mentors I've had have have always been great at delivering that critical feedback that really helped me improve. And, you know, a lot of times it was code reviews or just like, oh yeah, that meeting, you know, this is how I would have proposed that idea. Like that stuff is more important than just like, you know, good job, buddy. You're, you're doing a great job here at the company making those widgets. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like there's an important element of mentorship that kind of jogging back to what we were talking about earlier. Like it can kind of be a way to give people some confidence in their role and kind of protect against that imposter syndrome that can so easily creep in. We've, we've talked about imposter syndrome at length before, but having someone in a mentorship role who can not only identify the areas where you need to grow, but where you have been growing and point those out to you and say, yeah, you're going, you're doing well in this trajectory. Let's keep going down that path. Or even saying like, yeah, these are some skills I see in you that I think could really be like honed and developed. I think that's another important part of mentorship that can help, you know, give, especially junior people or people who are just starting out some confidence and some awareness, like, okay, I'm not, I'm not good at everything, but I am good at these things. So let me focus on the things I'm good at. And now I like I have better direction for what questions I need to be asking and what things to focus on instead of just like, I'm not getting any feedback. The world is wide open. I guess I might be good at some things, but I'm probably horrible at a, a lot of stuff. And, you know, it's, it, it helps to have that focus in that direction. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, sometimes that mentor may know when to push you too, and you don't think you're ready, but they're like, nah, you know, you got this. I'm going to throw you into the fire uh, for your own good. Um, definitely had that happen to me and yeah, it was, it was a good thing. I'm glad that person did what they did. Sounds like they're torturing me, but yeah, it's like that, you know, cause also hopefully the mentor does have enough wisdom and experience to know like, yeah, okay. That might just be some imposter syndrome, but you know, he, he's ready. She's ready for this. I'm going to give them the opportunity. Um, and I just kind of think also like knowing when to maybe hand off tasks, like maybe if you're working in, as a kind of a partnership in that mentorship arrangement, it might be also an opportunity for that mentor to say, you know, hey, I don't have to do all the hard things. Like Johnny's ready to try this. And I'm, I'm going to give that task over them and let them, might take them a little bit longer. Maybe this is something I could have done faster, but uh, they won't learn until I let them. So 
you know, just being that person kind of give you those, those challenges to, to chew on and, um, but be a safety net later if you are really struggling with it. I think that's a good point, Phil. And I think there's an art to how to effectively be that mentor and that mentor-mentee relationship because the mentor, oftentimes they they do want to stretch, you know, find ways to to grow the skill set or abilities of that mentee, but not push so hard that they go beyond the, the, the stretching to where they actually break. You know, you want to be mindful of where they're at in their career, their abilities, give them things that are challenging. But but not actually you know set them up for failure. You want to make sure you're setting them up for success as you stretch them. But I think the thing to remember is that it's not like the the mentor is just going to throw them a new thing to to try and then leave them hanging. You know, there's hopefully constant communication. And so as they hit on some of the the intermediate hurdles or roadblocks that might be in that that area where they're being stretched, hopefully the mentor can help identify ways around those hurdles and, and help them on a, you know, on an iterative basis, not just, Hey, go do this. And I'll, I'll come back and, and see how you're doing in a, in a couple of weeks, you know? Yeah. I think to, to uh, uh, back up that point, it's basically, you do need someone to nudge you out of your comfort zone from time to time. Right. Cause very quickly we as uh, humans tend to settle in comfort zones and then get comfortable and we're happy and we're confident because we know that domain and that space. Right. And it's like uh, equivalent to, hey, you're sitting on the couch with your Coke Zero and your hot Cheetos and you're comfortable and settled in and you have a massager on and you're reclined and everything, right? And you just want to chill and I'm happy now. And then someone's forcing you to like put the stuff down and get up from the couch. And sometimes it just seems painful, uh, but you do need to get up because there might be a better couch over there that you can uh, feel more comfortable in too, right? Um, and like a colder, bigger uh, bottle of Coke Zero or something. Uh, but, you know, it's just, it's helping you get there. And sometimes it might feel like it's painful. Uh, but the trick is, as you said, Mike, is like the piecemeal it enough to where it's not overwhelming, uh, but enough to really like push you, right? That, that you stress part of the stress, right? It's the good stress that gets you going. Yeah, I think we've spent, we spent some time talking kind of about the the overall approach and benefits of mentorship for those who are being mentored. But I'm curious, like, I feel like there's a lot to be said about how mentorship pushes the person who is mentoring as well and challenges them and puts them in situations to continue growing and is is a good opportunity for them. So let's talk a little bit about that. Like what does mentorship do for the mentors themselves? Keeps the mentors focused as well, because as Karim said, it's you, you can get kind of comfortable, but having to explain things that maybe have become uh, ingrained in your approach mm-hmm. to your, your profession helps you stay fresh in your perspective as well, I think. If you can't explain the concept clearly enough to your mentee on what they need to be doing, maybe you don't understand it well enough either, even though you thought you did. Yeah. It's like being a parent and having kids constantly ask you questions, you know, that you thought you knew until you have to explain it to a five-year-old. And so explaining that thing that you are deeply experienced with to somebody who's fresh out of college yeah, maybe kind of like to what you guys are saying, maybe you didn't understand it as well as you thought. And now you have to kind of take, like put a new uh, put a new spin on it to, to explain that. Unlike to your five-year-old, you shouldn't be telling lies to your mentee. If you don't know the answer. <laughs> I think there's also an element there of like just recognizing that, yeah, you, you can learn a lot from the person who you're mentoring too just because they're fresh out of college or like new in this doesn't mean that they don't offer a unique perspective or unique ideas that you can say, Oh, I've never thought of like approaching it from that direction. 
maybe it's still like not ideal, but maybe it can help in a different area or strengthen your, you know, the way you approach things. I think kind of like Mike was saying, like it, it keeps you sharp and it helps, helps get you out of this headspace and say, oh, right. Yeah. There are like, there are other ways to think about these things or other ways to approach these problems. And it kind of forces you into a position of being open-handed with like, okay, maybe I'm not an expert in everything. I'll offer up what I can, but I want to, I want to learn too. It kind of puts you in that position more readily. Like also for the mentor, it's it's also another person to get critical feedback from because the, men, the a mentee who's comfortable with a mentor may also be able to say, hey, you know, Mike, I like that didn't seem like it went well. Like, here's what I thought maybe you could have done better. I mean, it really can go both ways once that relationship's like secure. And uh, I feel like, yeah, just thinking back to some of my mentors and yeah, they would just kind of come to me after maybe a, a tough meeting or a tough day. And like, I was a person to vent to and that was helpful for both of us, you know, like, okay, I can see the reality of what, what the working world is like, but also just that I hopefully gave them some, some out, some, you know, another place to just like vent their concerns or, or whatever. And also help them put their concerns into perspective sometimes, maybe from a higher level or a lower level, those, those challenges are more or less significant than the person actually realizes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, not to go too far into mentorship and mentee when you're in so, sort of these relationships, because uh, very soon the knowledge sharing is happening both ways. You know, tech space is a great example. Like as as you mentioned, uh, you someone might be more junior in that career, but they might have more efficient ways that you didn't realize. Right? Hey, you know, there's a more efficient way to do this. Oh, tell me more. Right, there's a new pattern that I should be following instead. Oh, let me try that next time. So I think a general way to, to put that is that when you're mentoring somebody, you're not trying to clone yourself in terms of the way you would approach a situation. You're trying to help somebody else grow and recognizing that that other person may have a different or even better way of approaching something than you do is is okay. And even if it's similar to what you would do, but maybe a little different, you know, that that's that's probably okay as well. Again, you're not trying to clone yourself, just trying to help them grow and, and learn. And I think it is important as a mentor to put yourself in your mentee's shoes, right? To see what struggles they're seeing. Because it's too easy as a mentor to just sit back on your uh, seat and say, oh, you should be more efficient or you should do this or, you know, you should do that. Like if they're not doing it, there's probably a reason. So, you know, let's dig in a little deeper to figure out, right? And it may be large things that they're not seeing correctly, or it may be smaller things like, hey, submitting your timesheets on a weekly basis, right? That could be something that you need help with. And maybe it's not important to you, but as an organization, that's an important thing to do, right? Because everyone needs to get things submitted and uh, accounting needs to happen and stuff. And you may just be lacking on those sort of, administrative tasks that could be area to grow in. And you're kind of hitting on a point that mentorship doesn't always have to be this just, I think we're kind of talking about this more general mentor, uh, but it can be on very like tactical skills. I mean, I know here at Xperia, we've had mentorship program and Kareem, you can probably like elaborate more on that, but it wasn't always, that was often for very specific needs. Like I'm trying to improve in this thing, this technology or this like, interpersonal skill or demos and okay we'll pair you up with somebody who's who's good at that or can help you and yeah and i just yeah i know that was pretty successful for some people involved in that yeah i can talk a little bit more about that so at uh Xpero, we do have 
uh, official uh, ones that we call guides. And uh, those are the people that are supposed to help you and mentor you on your sort of day-to-day and your weekly basis. Uh, you know, you're sort of paired up with a buddy. And uh, in that sense, they are walking you through and helping you with career growth areas to learn more about, uh, things like that. And we shift those up from time to time. So it's not like you're with the same person for a long, long time, right? So we try to shake things up. That way you learn different things from different people from time to time. Uh, And we feel that's very important uh, because what one person may be teaching you, they may not be good at uh, the other things that you need uh, help in. And so um, that's one of the things, plus on your project, there are uh, mentors, your tech leads, your architects, your delivery leads, your UX leads, all of them you're learning from and uh, working with. And then in addition, uh, we also have other types of mentorship that if you know, your guide or other people don't have the skills that you would like to grow in, uh, then we can have sort of separate engagements, uh, shifts we call them, to play off mentorship, uh, right? And so we'll, we'll set off Uh, They'll embark on a journey, if you will, uh, in that ship and uh, work with people uh, to gain those skills. There's different really aspects of uh, mentorship that we do here to keep our growth going. Yeah, I think an important note on that is that the the types of mentorship that we try to encourage at Expiro are multifaceted. Like we have the formal processes and the formal relationships where, hey, this is your person you can go to for any kind of advice or guidance or direction. And if they don't know, they will probably know who does, but also trying to encourage just a general open company culture where everyone feels comfortable asking questions and not knowing the answers to things and feels equipped to know how to say that in a way that's constructive rather than just, well, I don't know. It's, hey, I don't know. Who can I go to for help? How can I be proactive in this? And generally just creating a a culture where people feel comfortable being open and comfortable sharing their skill sets. It's not like there's this weird competitive nature where, oh, well, I can't share my my the secrets of design or my secrets of development with someone because then they might do it better or show me up. Like it's there's there's this sense of camaraderie and like, hey, yeah, let's let's work together as a team and kind of share our, our skills in a way that's beneficial for everyone. So let's take a sec to talk about what does it look like to be a mentor? Like who who should be in that kind of a role formally? Uh, if it is like that official formal mentorship, what you know, what does it look like to be a good mentor, and what does it look like to be a good mentee? Like the attitudes you should take into that kind of relationship. Thinkly, you need to be someone ready to make make that time commitment. You know, don't sign up to be a mentor and then never be available. So whether it's like a daily check in or weekly or whatever cadence, you know stand by that time that you said you're going to be available to do this. I've seen some people um, in in kind of the more formal mentorship here just really be excellent at setting up almost like a formal training program with like weekly homework exercises and stuff. And and they really like, like threw themselves into it. Um, And then, you know, I've definitely seen people who just, kind of suck at it you know it's like oh yeah someone says my mentor but uh, he might as well not be i never hear from him if you are too busy for it don't sign up you know i think being aware of what works for each you know mentor mentee relationship i've worked with folks who are very fresh and so they need Mm -hmm. almost every day or every other day kind of feedback and opportunity to ask questions and all that 
whereas I've worked with other folks who may have had 10 years of experience and they may have a question occasionally and we only need to talk every couple of weeks just to make sure things are going well, how, to kind of have that regular interaction uh, or I trust them to, to come to me if there's a, a question or an issue we need to address. So I think just being being mindful of not trying to do everything in the same way, but what identifying what truly works best for, for each mentor and mentee relationship. Yeah, I think we, we talked about imposter syndrome for the mentee, but I think it can also apply to the mentor, right? Where mm -hmm. people might think that, oh, I don't have those skills that I can teach to people. I don't, you know, what, what can I really offer? Uh, but you would be surprised what you can offer uh, and all the skills and wisdom you've gained in your experiences uh, that, you know, someone that is fresh in their career wouldn't know. And so it's, you know, good to step back and uh, think about some of the things you can do uh, and uh, not suffer from the imposter syndrome. So let's talk about if someone's in a situation where they're recognizing, yeah, I have a lot to learn. I want to get better in this role, but there's not really a mechanism or a structure in place at their current job to kind of get paired with a mentor, whether that's because of size or some other constraint. Uh, what are some recommendations for ways that person can continue to learn and maybe still try to find some sense of mentorship, even if it isn't officially offered or, or put together where they're working now? I mean, you can always ask. You can always approach somebody and ask them if, hey, you know, could you be my mentor? Sometimes that might work. Um, also, just thinking like professional networks. Maybe it's not in your organization, but there are networks you could join. And oftentimes those may offer some sort of mentorship, partnering, matching type thing, or just general meetups. You might meet someone. I, I do think if you're in that situation, it is also the, the, the type of mentee is it like someone with a more proactive personality, maybe the type that can fight that where someone who probably needs a mentor to get out of the shell might not do these things? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of communities out there. Like if you looked on meetup.com or LinkedIn or anywhere, there's tons of communities on every specialty you can think of. Uh, really, it's just getting out there, meeting the people. And as you build these relationships and learn, you might then reach out uh, to these people, as Phil said, and said, hey, are you available to mentor me? Uh, because the fact that they're coming there, they might also be looking for mentors, but they might also be the type that are have the time and are willing to give uh, to mentor you as well. And you can always come work here because we have a mentorship program. That's true. <laughs> uh, so let's end on kind of going around and everyone can share one bit of advice or something they've learned from a mentorship relationship that they want to kind of pass along to, to whoever may be listening, if there's something that was particularly impactful. And just so there's not an awkward silence, I can go first. Um, and I've probably mentioned this on other podcasts, but I remember at one point, my, my kind of boss was also mentoring me. And she told me at one point, like, hey, just so you know, you're totally allowed to like, tell me, hey, I don't want to work on this. Or, hey, I don't have time to work on this extra thing that you're asking of. Uh, of me. And that meant a lot because I didn't realize, oh, it's okay to say no. It's okay to say, or even better, it's okay to say, I don't know. Uh, can I get back to you on if I have bandwidth for that? Uh, and I think just like having someone in a position of authority, being willing to say like, hey, it's okay if you don't know how to do things. And if you do need to ask for help, or just don't feel like you're in a place where you know how to answer this question right now, like that's okay. And we can help help you manage your time, help you figure out what is a better fit, that kind of a thing. Uh, really meant a lot to me and helped me have a little bit more confidence in, okay, if I'm saying yes to something, that really means that it's not just because I feel like I have to, it's because I think I'm you know, confident in giving that answer 
And then also having some amount of confidence in saying no uh, was really, really helpful for me. I'd say take the step, right? Uh, it's as simple as that. Whether you're a mentor or a mentee, take that step, you know, jump into the pool. It might be a little cold at first, but, you know, you'll be surprised uh, how many people are willing to mentor or are interested in being mentored, right? Uh, but you won't know until you just take that step. And if that step is, hey, just attend a community uh, meetup uh, for a few weeks or join this online only group on, you know, a social network or something, uh, just dive in and, uh, you know, see what comes of it. One of my mentors, like my first mentorship as an intern, really showed me the ins and outs of Sixth Street in Austin and taught me me how to properly order a drink at a busy bar and get the bartender's attention. The skills go beyond uh, just technical work too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, find, um, you know, for me, it's, you know, find someone who can grow both those hard and soft skills. They they may not be the same person. And so reaching out, being proactive and finding the people that have the skill sets that that you want to grow, or maybe you don't know you need to grow and just reaching out and, and starting that relationship. I would just say that uh, any mentoring relationship, it, it it isn't easy all the time. You know, we've, we've talked about it does take um, honest, open communication, does take time. But uh, I know for me, uh, it's it's been very rewarding. The the times when I've been the mentee and had some great folks who have uh, been willing to to pour into me and, and mentor me, and I hope that uh, I've been able to pass that on and, and, and be a mentor to other people. I know it's been rewarding for me uh, for both sides. Uh, and as you said, Phil, sometimes it's those professional relationships that are mentoring that are rewarding, and sometimes it's personal. But uh, uh, I've always found the, the time and the effort to be worthwhile. Thanks for connecting with us today. If you have a complex software problem that needs solving, thoughts on what we discussed today, or ideas on what topics we should tackle next, feel free to reach out to us at podcast at experioinc.com or on Twitter at experioinc. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for joining us and we look forward to connecting with you next time.